Hey there, this is John with Millen Group. I am going to talk briefly about one of the landmines, one of the pitfalls, one of the, as my friend said, bags of poop you might step in. If you're, if you're going to consider implementing something called an ICRA, I-C-H-R-A, Individual Coverage Health Reimbursement Arrangement. This is a really unique and very interesting option if you have employees and you want to provide employer-sponsored health insurance. It's pre-taxed. It's sponsored, paid for in part or all by you, the employer. The employees have choice. It's very interesting. I suggest you at least consider it with your broker or with us or somebody because it's not a fit for everybody, but either is self-funding, right? And that's true with fully insured. Like Coca-Cola with thirty with 300,000 people doesn't fully insure their plan, but they thought about it maybe when they were when they were smaller. So this is a great little option. I think not. This is a great option to at least consider. And it may require a little more understanding from you, the decision maker. So I don't know if you're a CEO, CFO, if you're on the board of directors of a nonprofit, um, if you're the executive director of a nonprofit, if you're HR manager, payroll manager, office manager, or you're just an employee listening like, hey, I want to give this to my employer for them to look at. Like you send this to them and say, can we please review this? I think that's going to happen eventually. Employees will start demanding like, can you at least look at it? Give us a choice. So um, what do you do with new hires? That's the landmine. What do you do once you've implemented your rolling, you're a January 1 or a February 1st or whatever it is, and a month later you have your first new hire show up? Like, oh, now there's two scenarios. I'll keep this brief. One is they're in your onboarding process. You've never talked to them really about benefits. They're like sitting in the room or you send them a packet or whatever. Like, hey, welcome to the company, blah, blah, blah. It's benefits time. Pick your benefits. You're eligible 60 days after date of hire or whatever it is. That's one scenario. Second scenario is what do they do if they say, you know what, before I accept your offer, I'd like to at least look at your benefits because that is a very important part of my non-cash compensation. And that is happening now. It didn't happen 10 years ago. I shouldn't say it didn't happen. I didn't, I didn't see it. I didn't experience it with our clients. Now I'm experiencing it very frequently. Hey, John, hey, I got this, this person in North Carolina. They're thinking about working for us here in Richmond. Um, but before they say yes, and they're really, we really want them because they have some really unique skills and it's hard to find good people these days. Can you talk to them because they have questions about their child and how they're going to be covered in their health plan? That is happening now, whether you know it or not. Assume it's happening. If you're like, I've never heard that, it's happening. It's happening at some point because not everybody, if you're a 27 year old, like, I never use it, I never use insurance, that's not happening. But for the people that are maybe a little older or have, even not even older, that have a child that has Crohn's disease and they're 30 years old and it's a mom with a child that has Crohn's disease, they're dealing with this. They're young and healthy, but they have a, a dependent on the plan that has this. So what do you do when it's during the onboarding process? So the ICRA model, in my opinion, has three components, a technology component, an insurance component, and then a human component. And I'm not suggesting it's a third, 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 because it probably isn't, but there's just three buckets and I don't know exactly how to doesn't matter the proportion. It's not all technology. I know that. It's not 100%. It's also not 100% insurance related. And it's also not 100% just a human, hey, what's best for me option. It's a mix and maybe even more than three buckets. But to keep it, get my brain, keep it simple, the ICRA model can be can be done without technology. You can do this on a little bit of a manual process. I don't suggest it, but you can. You can save the per employee per month fee. You're going to pay a platform fee. It can be as much as 
$100 a month per employee, depending on your size, or $10 a month, or $50. It does, that fee could be any, all over the place, and it doesn't really matter. Just get, you know, whatever it is, it is. It's running the software, and you're getting all the value, and you're getting all the stuff with it. So that fee you pay is, is pennies. Don't worry about that. But there is a fee you pay for that platform. Um, there's also a fee you pay for your broker to help you, and that could be zero because they're getting paid somewhere else, or $200 a month per person, $100 per month, or $80. It's, it, so that doesn't really matter. You just factor it in. So this is a – I think the landmine that I'm trying to talk about is the people. What do you do when people don't understand this? A new hire comes on, and you say to them, hey, you get to pick your own benefit. Isn't this great? We're going to give you $400 a month. How wonderful. And in that moment, they don't think it's so wonderful. They don't have the experience and the, and the perspective that you had over hours and hours of, of looking at this thing and knowing where it would have been had you not done it. So they don't have that perspective. They're just like, I get to pick, pick, my, I get to pick an Obamacare plan? That, that stinks. Like Obama, oh, I just hate that. That's just – and they start down this road that's not even true. No, it's not an Obamacare plan. It's an off-exchange plan. It's not on-exchange. And and yes, Obama, when that launched 10 years ago, was the marketplace kind of rough? Yeah. Did it change over time? Yes. Did it get worse at some point? Yes. Did it rebound back? Yes. Did the states? So there's all kinds of changes that's happened where today it's very different, much better than it was back then. So you could have a big issue. And so what I suggest is that you ask about what people do we have to help us with the technology? Do you have people to help us? And this is something you ask your broker and the technology platform itself. Because let's face it, if you have 100 new hires a month, your broker is not going to be able to manage that. I, I mean, that would be hard for me to personally manage it with my enrollment team. I could help some of that and I could probably make it work because that's what we do really well. So I would, I would figure out a good solution with my team that's scalable like we can we can ramp up my team they're all per diemed they're all non-commissionable highly skilled counselors non-enrollers that have been in the industry at least 10 years each so and they're all over the nation so i could scale that but most employee benefit advisors it's them or they have one person in their office that's not something they're equipped for and the same with the technology platforms so you ask them what about people support for the employees specifically ask them how many people internally do they have? Is that changing? How many people externally do they have? Is it outsourced? Who do they use? How does that work? You don't need to get into the weeds too much, but I suggest you go a level one or two levels deep. Do you have human support? It's a question I ask. Like the people need help on the platform or before they go. Yes. It's almost always. Sometimes they're like, no, we don't right now that we don't. Cool. Thanks for telling me. But later this year, we're ramping up or next year. Hey, that's cool. Just I need expectations. Like it may not even be an issue because then the, the company that we're onboarding with you doesn't have any turnover. So it's not even an issue. It doesn't matter. Um, yes, we do. All right. If they outsource it or if they, insource, if they do it in-house, how many? So what's your capability? Okay, that's good to know. If you ro- overrun that and you need help, where do you go? We go outsource. Okay, what is that? Who do you use? What's their expertise in it? Can you ramp up? Like, can we plan this out a little bit? Yes. Um, so that questioning about the new hires, I think, is going to be something you want to explore a little bit. And understand, my suggestion is that it's not a perfect system. Nothing is, though. 
right? When you make changes now in your health plans, it's not perfect. There's always stuff that doesn't, you don't like. The ICRA is not going to solve all the problems and make everything rosy, but it is going to make a lot of things better and some things a little worse, right? It's just the way it is. Now, you manage it with change and expectations. You manage it with communicating. You tell adults what to expect ahead of time and you tell them the good and the bad. 95%, in my opinion, of adults, when they hear that, respond favorably. Maybe even 98%, maybe 99 If you do it that way, like, thanks for telling me. Like, I don't like it and I'm upset about it, but at least you told me so I can get by it. You know, I'm, I'm complaining about it and I'm whining about it now because I don't like it. But you know what? I didn't like being on lockdown with COVID, but I had to do it. The same thing is with employees. You always have the 1% that no matter what you do, doesn't like it. So just get, hey, but you know, we got, we got, we got six people like that, that. No matter what we do, they're never happy. It's just the way it is. You don't worry about the six because 94 of them are really going to have no problem with it. But you're worried about the six that are going to complain. You know what? Even if one of the six is the CEO, like, listen, you're an outlier here. You got to get it. You need to just, nothing's perfect. You need to get over it. So sometimes you're talking to the CEO about this president. You just have a little, have a little guts and be like, just be a, just be a real person. You go, look, I know you're not going to like this. And I know your wife may have to change their doctor for their once a year skin exam, which they don't have any skin issues, but they go to this doctor for once a year for their annual checkup. And, and that doctor's not in the network. Who cares for the good of the company? This is all the benefits you may have to change. Like that's, that's a hard conversation if you're telling that to the CEO, but as the fiduciary, as the legal responsibility for everybody else, you know what? They're probably going to do it if you're just honest with them. Say, look, I know you don't like it, but look at all the benefits for every, all the other employees. Is it worth not doing this because your, your spouse has to change their, you know what I mean? So that's, that's a key question. The second is, what do you do if they haven't accepted? And this is becoming more, pop, more common. The employee says, I love what you have to say, and, but I want to see your benefits ahead of time. I want to see what's covered, and I want to see what it costs me. So it's not just, oh, it's on my website. We offer medical, dental, vision, for No, 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 no. That, that is irrelevant. If you have that on your website now, you may want to – that's one of the things we teach our clients. Like, you need to highlight. <laughs> no one wants to see a bullet list necessarily unless there's some detail because most people don't even know what this short, long-term disability means. So – just saying I have health insurance or just saying it's employer, employer funded. Does that mean hundred percent? Does that mean it's a crappy HSA plan? Cause I've seen that like, Oh yeah, we hundred percent employee coverage. We pay for your employee only rate. Great. What is it? Oh, it's a 6,500 HSA plan. Oh, okay. So it's, it's really not insurance. So you've done, you've, you've de, de-escalated or de-benefited the, the whole thing by offering a crap plan that no one that no one uses so i would say um oh, here's my doberman easy so um have a process in place we routinely get calls from clients that say can you talk to this person it's not daily but it's like hey we got someone in a different state that's going to be our chief marketing officer or a supervisor that travels the nation it's a really hard job or um a director of nursing like it's certain roles where they're they're concerned they're like hey i got this I have a child with Crohn's disease and the meds are expensive and I want to find, you know, I want to know that there's a plan where I live in my state that has coverage for that. And that could be the difference between hiring them and not. And this is where the ICRA becomes a strategic advantage for you. I won't get into it now, 
But that's, I think, what's going to happen. Because once you explain it the right way, there's a right way to explain it and a wrong way to explain it. If you say, hey, you get your own, you get to pick your own plan and we give you some money. And oh, we're kind of playing. Oh, it's an individual uh, plan. Oh, like Obamacare? Yeah, like Obamacare. Oh, that's sh- crap cover. No. Versus, hey, we know that you have a, uh, every employee is unique and we would like to have customized benefits and we understand that your needs are different than someone else's needs. And so we looked at our benefits and the traditional route would be to give you one option. And what if you didn't like the option? And what if it was expensive because we were overpaying? We decided to do something a little different. And this has been around for a couple of years. I think the more you research it, you're going to like it. But it's going to be really tailored to what you need this next 12 months. So I'm going to send you some information about how it works. And then we're going to connect you with someone that can talk through this with you. They're not a salesperson. They're, they're, they're an enrollment counselor. They're a benefits counselor that will help you understand and help you make the decision as, with you and your family. See the difference? I'd be like, oh, you set expectations. You told me what to expect. You didn't overhype it. You said, you know, like, hey, it's a little different. This is why we did it. So it's all about that messaging, communication, setting expectations. And these are key components. I hope this is helpful. Um, check back on the website, millingroup.com slash learn ICRA or this podcast for other pitfalls that I will publish. Have a great day.